What is up, everybody? Episode 93 of J5, getting live here on Saturday, April 1st, 2023. It was a great opening day for both New York teams. We'll start there. Yankees get the 5-0 win. Cole looks good. Judge picks up where he left off with his MVP season. And Anthony Volpe gets a walk and a stolen base, which is nice. The biggest thing that I took away from that Yankee game is, yes, Judge hit a home run and so did Glaber. But they were able to score some runs without the home run. They got the stolen bases going. Cole looked dominant. I think there's a very strong chance that he wins the Cy Young this year. He seems to finally have like rounded into that New York form, which is nice. Um, so that's appreciated and exciting for sure. Um, I think the Yankees are in a good spot. I still have questions about the bullpen, questions about the pitching staff. Anthony Sinescaldry and I are going to the game today. So, um, that'll be good. We're going to hang out with Pete Simonetti. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to being there. We'll see Brito start, obviously, with Rodon being hurt. Yankees seem confident that Rodon's not going to miss too much time. It sounds like he's going to be back fairly soon. Uh, so that's exciting. You know, you want that one-two punch and you want Cole back in the swing of things as well. Um... So that's all That's all very important for the Yankees as they move forward here. Now, the Mets, uh, they won opening day, which they've won, I think they've won like 30-something opening days in a row or something. It's something ridiculous at this point. They're like the best team in the history of baseball on opening day, um, which is pretty funny. But either way, uh, they got a good outing out of Scherzer. Not great. They... The bats came alive opening night for them. Nimmo looks good. He looked good again last night. They lost. Um, but the Mets look good. So you appreciate that. Um, obviously, the bad news for the Mets is Verlander. Seems like he's only going to be out probably a month. But you never know. Um, those injuries tend to be weird, especially like a shoulder with an older player. I think the Yankees are even worried about Rodon with the shoulder. But they're obviously confident he's a lot younger. But Verlander with the injury right out of the gate, but he, he said all the right things. You know, he came out, he said, you know, if this was October, if this was September, August, I'd be pitching. But with with it being April, like, they're going to go slow. And this kind of works out for the Mets. Because you're looking for spots where you could give Scherzer and Verlander days off um, or skip some starts. So if Verlander doesn't have to pitch 220 innings, and, you know, if he if you can get him, like, 27 starts instead of 35 starts, that bodes well for October, which at the end of the day is the big goal. But you saw early, Buck went to Robertson to close it out. That's good news for the Mets. Uh, he didn't walk the tightrope, which he did historically as a Yankee. But the Mets bullpen shut things down pretty quick. So that was good. Um... And honestly, that's it as far as both baseball teams go. It's early. Both teams aren't really, like, making any moves or anything. So, um, 
you know, that's that's really it as far as that goes. I mean, we're early in the season here. Two games in for the Mets, one game in for the Yankees. Yankees will play today, so will the Mets. And, you know, away, away we'll go, um, which is good. It's it's fun. It's fun. The baseball is back. And we got the new rules to keep it moving. So, so that's that. Now, to the basketball. Knicks win their third in a row last night. They dominate the Cavs without Randall. Um, this is basically the second game they've played without Randall. Randall's going to be out until, they said for two weeks. Then they'll reevaluate the ankle, which puts him right ahead of game one for uh, the opening series against the Cavs. But the Knicks looked good against them last night. Uh, Brunson was just unreal. He was unconscious, and it was a big, big Nick win. Um, all the Nick role players really kind of did their thing. Barrett had a rough game shooting, but he played pretty well. Obi filled in nicely. He had 12. And, you know, nobody really had a big game outside of Brunson, but that's what Brunson's here to do. Uh, he dominated last night, and he continues to look really good and fit the part. And, you know, it's just exciting. Um, Nets, they've won three out of four. They also won again last night. So now um, they looked good. They're starting to, you know, Mikael Bridges is really building himself into a budding super, superstar. The Knicks are two and a half games up on the Nets for the five. So it seems like all of that is locked up. Knicks have five games left. Uh, the Nets have six games left. So we'll see how things shake out. Wait, I'm sorry. Bad math by me. The Knicks have four games left. And the Nets have five games left. Bad bad quick math there. Um, but either way, we'll see how things shake out. I don't think the Nets are going to be able to catch the Knicks. Honestly, the only way the Knicks would have to be in the plane is if they lost out and the Heat won out. And it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So Knicks will miss the plane. Uh, right now they need... <laughs> oddly enough, they need the Mavericks to start winning some games, the Knicks. Because if the Mavs pick in the first round falls into the top 10, the Knicks don't get it. It's a top 10 protected pick. So the Knicks need need some help here uh, from the Mavs. The Mavs have five games left. They need them to win some games down the stretch here um, because this is, like, not ideal. Knicks need that playoff spot. Uh, need, Knicks need that pick because they traded their own pick to Portland. But either way, both New York teams are playing really well. Um, Knicks play tomorrow. They start their last four of the season, so they play tomorrow. Uh, they got Wizards, Pacers, Pelicans, Pacers. Honestly, if the Knicks don't go four and zero or three and one, that's less than ideal. Nets have five games here in April. Um, they got the Jazz tomorrow, Timberwolves on Tuesday, Pistons, Magic, Sixers to end the year. Nets could go, could go four and zero. Um, 5-0, and oh, sorry. But either way, uh, it's it's getting exciting. We're, you know you're going to have both New York teams in the playoffs. Hockey's turned up a notch. Devils dominated the Rangers the other night, regardless of what the, the standings say. Um, Islanders are, like, fighting. Right now, they would be... The, it looks like the Islanders are going to be in. Um... But with 76 games played, 
They have six left, so could be a chance of all of both basketball teams and all three hockey teams being in the playoffs, which is exciting. Um, really, after watching the other night, don't like the Rangers matchup against the Devils as much as I thought I would. Still think the, the Rangers take that series, but I think it's a harder series for the Rangers. Um, and obviously, like Igor can win you a series by himself, but you want to make sure that you're, um, you know, you're just ready to go and you don't have those matchup nightmares that sometimes teams present. Now, finally, starting to get ready for the draft. You got both teams um, moving along well, so that's good. Um, and, and and that's it. You know, Jets are waiting for Aaron Rodgers at this point. Giants are trying to find their next wide receiver. They've had a lot of visits. It uh, seems like Odell to the Jets is going to happen. It's just a matter of Rodgers getting done first is kind of what it seems like he's waiting for to sign. So that's it with the football teams. Now, to the picks. Final four weekend. Went... Um, Two and two last week in the Elite Eight. I think I'm basically around 500 for the tournament so far, which kind of sucks. Uh, but the one thing that we got left standing is UConn at 16 to one. So that was the the last of the five pre-tournament picks that came out. Um, so we'll see if that could could get home. And then let's go with the picks for tonight. So we got two games tonight. Florida Atlantic and San Diego State up first at 6 o'clock. I like Florida Atlantic plus the 2.5. I think their offense is going to be too much for San Diego State. San Diego State goes through these droughts where they just can't score points. Um, the thing with them, though, is they play a lot of defense, so they might be able to stifle Florida Atlantic. But I like Florida Atlantic plus the 2.5. I've liked what I've seen out of them so far in the tournament. Um, that's that. Just like it. And then obviously, um, UConn, I picked them to win the national championship. That was one of the five picks. I got UConn minus the five and a half tonight over Miami. Uh, UConn has rolled everybody that they've played. They haven't really had a good, haven't had to play a tight game. If they have to play a tight game tonight, that might change things. I don't think they're going to have to. They have too much offense. Uh, they play too much defense. I think they're going to give Miami problems. The only thing that scares me is the guard play for Miami and the way that they've been able to turn the switch on when they've been down in a game. Uh, they did it last week against Texas. I thought Texas had that game locked up. That Texas was one of my picks and didn't work out. So the picks for today, Florida Atlantic plus the two and a half and UConn minus the five and a half. All right, guys, like and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at J-O-H-N. M-U-R-A-C-H-A-N-I-A-N. Follow me on TikTok, J, the number five, G-E-T-T-I-N-L-I-V-E. All right, guys, we'll be back next week. Talk Masters, recap the Yankees, um, all things. So with that being said, J5 out.